This week's episode of the Cincy Shirts podcast is brought to you by our partners at Christian Moorline. Check out our entire collection of Moorline apparel, including designs featuring Little Kings, Hudipil, Burger, and more at CincyShirts.com. And just click on the drop-down menu, look for partners, and click on Moorline. And be sure to visit the Moorline Logger House at 115 Joe Nuxall Way in Cincinnati, right next to Great American Ballpark. Now, on with the show. This is WCPO FM 1051 on your FM dial, Cincinnati, Ohio. WKRC, Cincinnati. This is the nation station. again, everyone, and welcome to the Cincy Shirts Podcast. It's episode 105. Today on our show, Fluke Skywalker. Now, I, I seen Star Wars in eighth grade, right? And I was into it. My friends, uh, my friend that sat next to me in biology class, uh, Jeff, was a Star Trek fan big time. So he saw it several times. Like, wow, you saw it more than once. That's pretty cool. And I think I saw it a second time. My friend Scott, one of my best buddies, saw it 48 times down at the Village Center in Erlanger when you could go for a dollar. If you've been to one of our events where we're raising money for charity, one of the ones that Josh organizes, uh, or maybe looked up at our monitors in one of our stores or seen one of the banners on our website, you recognize Fluke Skywalker as the bloke who properly looks like Mark Hamill. Fluke's all about the charity work, though, and raising money primarily for Ronald McDonald House and the Dragonfly Foundation, but he'll raise money for anybody if you get in touch with him. Uh, to that end, he makes appearances in costume as Luke Skywalker. He explains to us how he came to be Fluke slash Luke, how people react to him, what he's careful not to do when he's appearing in public, and what his level of Star Wars fandom is. It's very interesting. If you've been liking the podcast, you can support it via PayPal or Venmo. Simply use podcast at cincyshirts.com. Chip in whatever you feel is fair. Also, be sure to listen for the special promo code for 20% off at the end of the episode. Now let's talk to Fluke Skywalker. Cincinnati, Ohio. Cincinnati. C-I-N-C-I-N-N-E-T-I-Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Good morning, everyone. Uh, welcome to the Cincy Shirts Podcast. Josh and PF in today. Yep. With a very special guest. Uh very special guest today, coming to us all the way from Tatooine. Uh, my buddy Fluke Skywalker is on the show today. What's up, man? How you doing, Josh? I'm doing so good. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate the invite, and uh, glad to be here on your podcast, listened by millions, if not billions, of people around the world. No question. Oh, yeah. No question. Um, so, let's talk about how we met, because I, I want to... Um, I want to be very careful with with this podcast because, um, you know, you're uh, you do amazing things in the community, and um, right back at you. And, well, thank you. But uh, we met at the Reds game, right? Right. So it was Star Wars night at the Reds game, and everyone who listens to this show knows my affinity for star wars it's now deep. the red's back yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> it's probably my two biggest yeah. loves and it's the game that sorry jenny yeah. <laughs> sorry mj and dean you guys have been put on the back burner they, they've uh they've embraced both as well um which is awesome because then you know that's the worst thing when you have like a passion like as like a grown man is that the people that you love don't share it and then you feel torn between 
you know, being a part of that or like, you feel like you have to choose. And look, I've been lucky that my wife and children are both into Reds and Star Wars to degrees close to where I am. (laughs) So for all the times that I've done Star Wars type events, you know, gone to Star Wars Celebration and I've seen every kind of cosplay i've seen every every kind type of uh costume and when i walked into great american ballpark and i saw you i was like is that mark hamill like i like and i've met him on multiple occasions and i was i couldn't tell it was that crazy and the cost the your your wardrobe is so authentic and the way that you uh present yourself as so authentic and i was just immediately i was like dude i have to know you like i basically just (laughs) walk up to you and i was like hey you're surrounded by several hundred people who want to get a picture with you please take my card or give me your card because i want to talk to you about other stuff beyond just this game and i was really happy that uh we were able to connect after that agreed um so let's backpedal a little bit on how you ended up there, fluke. All right. Like, so how, how did this all begin for you? Well, it's a fluke, so <laughs> that's why I chose that name. Um, my wife um, kind of got me into all this, um, just through a different direction. So we started volunteering for the Ronald McDonald House here and I'm guessing around 2006 and um, some friends of hers from work said hey why don't you come join us to cook brunch for these families that stay down there at the Ronald McDonald house and some of them there for a long long time uh, sadly um, but uh, they're in good care and so great let's go down and do that so my kids are like five and six and they're down there on the griddles flipping pancakes oh we're grown up we get to cook so uh, we did that for the longest, longest time. What does is, what is Ronald McDonald House do? Like Because I know okay. you're very passionate about them. Sure, that's kind sure. Of this they, they do a great job of taking care of the families that are having to be um, in town, uh, not wanting to be probably, but are in town uh, because one of their uh, children uh, is uh, being taken care of at the Cincinnati Children's Hospital Uh one of the top three hospitals in the country, if not the world, for taking care of kids. Really, really good. Excellent staff over there. So and so they have to stay somewhere while they're in town because you can imagine there's some kids here for a year. Yeah. To do a hotel bill in your mind for one year. Yeah. So it's just it's cost prohibitive. So the Ronald McDonald House will put up the families and whatever they can afford, they pay and you know, whatever it is, it is. That's a big expense putting somebody up, and that's feeding, and and they've got to wash clothes and all that stuff and entertain them. There's a lot of ennui that happens between operation after operation after operation. Yeah. So the the kids are and the parents are like, okay, you know. We do like that. So people come in all the time, me included, and they either play with them or they do arts and crafts or bring in Star Wars toys, as it were. Lots of whole toy closets loaded up. And so they basically uh, house and take care and entertain the family, uh, families that are there. And remember, there might be a sick kid in the hospital, but there's all the family that comes with them, too. 
Right. And it's not just the kid that's sick. The whole family is sick in, in that sense because they all are affected Displaced, by the one child, yeah. right? So, you know, <coughs> the older brother's worried about the little sister in the hospital. So they all have that stress factor that they just don't need, and it really disrupts their lives. But thankfully, most everybody gets out of there and goes home, and they've got the best care around. So that's we're lucky that we have that right here in our backyard. There's an excellent staff over there uh, in both places, the Children's Hospital and Ronald McDonald House. So, so uh we started cooking for them, and we went all the way up until about two and a half years ago. And um, wisely, they hired some professional chefs over there to start cooking. And it's better for the nutrition, I think, for the families. And so I applaud that. It's not so much, oh, we're having pizza for dinner and then spaghetti and then p- pancakes next morning. Carbs, 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 right? So yeah. every, cause everybody's, what Big can we make? Big fan of carbs. Yeah. <laughs> Big fan. So what, what can we make that's easy for him like that? So anyway, so the chefs came in, and I, I applaud them for making that move. That kind of changed up how we volunteered a little bit. So that opportunity kind of uh, – changed up a little bit for us how they do it so like okay now what do i do just before that i um had done a sleep study um because my wife said you stop breathing that night so i did the sleep study and in the morning the guy says on average you stop breathing 92 times an hour whoa that means your brain is spending all night telling your heart don't die don't die don't die all night long so they said, you're going to need a, a cpap machine i'm like oh and they said that would explain the excessive weight gain you're not eating much and you're exercising but you're still putting on weight why is that and by the way if you were putting on weight and you're exercising and, and eating right check that so have somebody test you and see if, if that's a, a real deal for what you what if you're putting on weight and not exercising <laughs> <laughs> then you can go and be in the tra- <laughs> not Josh needs asking for a friend yeah exactly so uh, anyway so I started getting a breather uh, and used that and that great and that started a process of losing some weight but then also I'd signed up to have stomach surgery done because it just it was too much you know weight on that and I was getting grown in sizes so I had the operation done over Journey Light thank you very much Dr. Curry great job and boom I lost 90 pounds so right at the same time that those those new chefs kind of came in and so I had short hair and no beard I walked into the Lowe's at Milford and the guy behind the counter was the first guy to ever say Hey, man, everybody will tell you you look just like Mark Hamill. I'm like, no, you know, I was always everywhere. I never heard that. So I heard it a couple more times unsolicited. So I'm like, light the bulb. I know how we can still volunteer. I said to my wife, I said, I'll tell you what you do. My birthday's coming up. Buy me the white costume from um, The Force Awakens that Luke wore in that. And I will grow out my hair and beard. And I hate long hair. And I hate, hate hate this beard every second of every day you know like in the small you're back when you get a scratch and you just can't get to it yeah that's my day all long, all day long with this beard i hate this beard did i mention i hate it anyway <laughs> you don't like the beard no no um so uh anyway um i grew this stuff out and uh went up there back at christmas time and they were nice left let me you know hey let's give it a shot so we got some star wars toys took them up <laughs> and it was a big hit um, the kids love the toys. Even the little guys who have no concept of who I am love coloring books and little plush toys and all that stuff. And uh, their parents are loving it. The kids are smiling and all that. And they said, hey, come on back. Uh, this works out great. So we go up every three months. And uh, because the family's there so long, I can't go once a week type thing. I go, okay, I know you. Yeah. So we go up every three months and um, hand out toys that morning on a Sunday brunch, and then we load up this toy closet. Now, this toy closet's great. You open it up, and you can see the videos on online. I'll, I'll tell you a website and stuff. We see that. 
But uh, we load it up, and there are Legos, and there are Barbies, and all that stuff. And then I jam it up with all the Star Wars stuff, right? And all that fun stuff. And lightsabers are a big hit. Kids love beating the heck out of each other lightsabers and whacking me with lightsabers. <laughs> so it's a good time for them. So, uh, But I load all that up um, as much as we can jam in there. And then in between that, I go do fundraisers like yours that you invited me to. And so at the end of that fundraiser, somebody will write a check, whoever hosts it, to Ronald McDonald House or to the Dragonfly Foundation, the other group that I started uh, helping support. And so 100% of that money, they get the tax write-off, and then the groups get 100% of the donation. I get to volunteer. I make what all volunteers make, which is zero. And I kind of like it that way. That works out well. So... Um, Anyway, so we that's what we've been doing the last two and a half years is taking all that up. Now, this is the surprise part of all this. The first time visit was the first time I've ever heard this happen uh, to me. So I'm there and I'm in costume and stuff. And, you know, one of the girls was talking about something, asking about the force. What is the force, you know? And so uh, we're talking about that. And the parent uh, was the first one to do this. It was a dad. Came up and hugged me backs up about a foot away from my face and says, Mr. Hamill, I'm so glad you came here. Thank you for coming in the cold wintertime away from L.A. I really am a biggest fan of yours. I've seen everything you've done. I'm the huge, biggest fan that you can find. And in my mind, I'm like, wait, what? I didn't know that it was going to go that direction. And that hasn't stopped. When I go to events, there's a quantity of people that will come up and and – Right on it, and they will hug me and be one foot from my face and say, "Mr. Hamill, uh, can I get a selfie with you?" <laughs> and you know, so I'm in I'm in character, and I'm also I turn on either now if it's a little kid, I'm doing Mark Hamill voice. If it's an adult, I'll do Luke Skywalker voice because I don't like scaring little kids, you know. And I want to be a positive role model. If they think I'm Mark Hamill or Luke Skywalker, I have to stay everything you know G rated above board and funny. And the, and the thing you do is WWMHD, what would Mark Hamill do? So it's everything. You'll ever see me with a beer in my hand or smoking or anything like that. It's always Disney, G-Rated, yeah. like that. So That's amazing foresight to to know that right away. What's, what? I just mean like to to be that thoughtful of his persona. Well, if, if people are mistaking me for the guy... You know, you have to, you have to then, well, there's a couple things that go on. Uh, there is a major dilemma right out of the gate. So, uh, at the, um, when the uh, Cincinnati Pops played, um, the first episode four. Yep. And, uh, I called them up and said, I'd like to come down and, and do my thing down there. And in, if you will, in exchange, give some tickets to these families at Ronald McDonald House so they can have a night off and not have to deal with stress and all that and go down and just enjoy the show. And they said, great. They were really sweet to do that. Amber, I love Amber down there. She's awesome. So uh, they said, yeah, you know, let's, let's do it. And it was a big hit. And I'm watching this line. The line queued all the way across that lobby. There was, uh, I was there. 100 people deep. You saw I it, right? I was there. So, and I'm watching, like, as I'm talking to one person, like a 50-year-old guy. And he's dancing in line in place without realizing he's dancing in line, excited because he's turned back into that six-year-old boy. Mark Campbell talked about this. I, I listened to a lot of his uh, the podcast and interviews online. And he talked about this person dancing in line because this guy is going to meet his hero. So he comes up and gives me a hug and I'm back, right back again. And I'm, Mr. Hamill, I'm so glad to meet you. I just, I never thought I'd get a chance to meet you. It's like, oh, crap. Now what do I do? I mean... How do you let this guy down? So here's the scenario. Imagine taking MJ to the mall to see Santa this coming Christmas, right? And she's going to be, what, three or four, right? Yeah. And you say, look, MJ, it's Santa Claus. And she goes and she sits on his lap. And she says, Santa, what, what if he would have to make him fly? 
and the guy pulls off his beard and says, don't bother me now, kid, I'm on my smoke break, and like leaves, right? Can you imagine how crushing that yeah. is to that little kid at that moment, the whole life? She's, yeah. She's got, so that guy in that moment, I've got this massive dilemma of saying, hello, I'm not Mark Hamill. One of those things, yeah. uh, or, because I'm in character, so I just don't break character. I think I'm not an actor, but all great actors do that. So I'm like, oh, dang. So as soon as he says Mark Hamill, I'm, I'm like, I'm not Mark Hamill. I'm, you know, I'm Luke Skywalker. You know, you go into that role, and, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he goes, okay, Mr. Hamill, can I get a selfie with him? I'm like, really? You know, I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm Chewbacca. You got me. You know, boop, 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 Chewbacca. You know, so I do yeah. the robot thing and all yeah. that, and they get a, we get a laugh out of it. That's the only way I can really get out of it without crushing yeah. the poor person yeah. that's there because uh, and so what I found out to do was I had the business card made and I give them a business card and say stick this in your pocket right now and when you get home you can check it out later and I'll put your picture up online yeah, something like that so um, uh, that's my only out to do it that way without hurting their feelings and and it doesn't stop um, in um, my daughter graduated from high school and she got a scholarship to go to the DAP program at UC Wow. So, uh, smart kid. Uh, both kids are lucked out, are really smart kids. So, um, I said, you know, mom and I want to get you a graduation present. What do you want? She says, let's go to Comic Con out in San Diego. I like the Comic Con. Okay. So, uh, we talked about it and I, you know, she said, can you do your Luke Skywalker thing out there? So, geez, sweet. I, you know, I just do this around here. I, you know, put my stuff on here and just fundraiser those guys are the best on the planet and they come from all over the planet they are top notch i saw them out there too yeah so um i said how do you think i'm going to do out there she says don't worry dad you'll blend so if you're listening to this podcast now you can google this you'll do it twice so uh, you're going to look for a newspaper out in california it's called the orange county register they did a story uh, and then somebody shot a 30 second video and put it on youtube so you would google comic-con 2019 Mark Hamill lookalike. And so there's a story in the Orange County Register, and then you'll come up and it'll be YouTube after that. And we'll put the links on yeah. the blog <laughs> yep. uh, yeah. for this episode. Yeah, yeah. So and we'll and so, here, so I'm out there, and uh, so she and I are out there. So she knows not to call me dad when we're out there because that blows people's image and stuff. So I always call her Wedge, right? Because Wedge was Lou's sidekick, and he was always faithful. So I say, you know, Wedge. So Wedge comes up and says, hey, dad, can we get a shot by a Star Wars sign? So yeah, let's wait till these Spider-Man guys move. I don't know why they're there. So we go over. <laughs> so we get a shot there, too. We take a couple pictures. And and then Darth Vader walks up and says, can we do a picture together? Like, yeah, sure. So we're there, right? And Darth Vader, so then a, a, a Leia comes along. And it's really good looking Princess Leia too, right? Right on, spot on. And so we're taking, and all of a sudden this crowd starts forming and it slowly starts building. Now, Wedge, she's off to the side here. She's got my phone and my water. And this crowd gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And the people keep coming in closer and closer and closer. And it's one person after another. Mr. Hamill, can I get a picture, please? Can I get a selfie with you? And, you know, I'm, I'm not Mark Hamill. I'm Luke Skywalker. Don't you watch the movies? You know, on, on like that. So uh, <laughs> so they keep coming in like that. And I cannot convince them. I yelled at the top of my lungs at one point like that. I'm not Mark Hamill. I'm Harrison Ford. <laughs> and the guy yells back, even better. <laughs> so I just crack up. It's funny, right? But people funny. are coming in like like 
unbelievable. But there's a guy shoving uh, a kid in the crowd going, we got a wheelchair here. we got a wheelchair here. And I'm parting the sea. And I'm, I'm, you know, you squat down because one thing I learned in teacher's college was that when you're talking to kids, you come down to their level. It's a lot less intimidating. Plus, you know, I'm this guy and all this fantastic stuff going, the lightsaber's loud. So I got a good ultra saber saber and they, they're great. So, um, but I'm down there at their level like that, but you know, everything's come down to it. So I, I come down and, and talk to the, the kid in the wheelchair and all that stuff and do selfies and whatever. But meanwhile, it's like, Gosh, guys, you know, I'm, I'm just as bad from Cincinnati trying to help out these families a little bit. You know, I'm not the guy. Right. So um, that was really wild. And so they were the crowd kept coming in closer and closer, and I've never been in the center of a mob before. So my adrenaline's off the chart. I have no water. It's getting hotter. And I wear four layers of clothes when I'm there. It's heavy stuff. And that, that, leather, it. yeah. that leather is custom made by a guy that does clothes for bikers and crossover in Erlanger. Hey, Spoolie, I love you, man. So he, you know, hand stitched all this stuff, and he plays a Santa Claus. So he and I talk about our responsibilities to our our um, the people that Character. are out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, anyway, so uh, they're moving on in, and I'm really, really hot and stuff. So the security staff is telling, unbeknownst to me, the people with Hasbro, I'm, that's their booth. I'm on the corner just by chance. You got to get this guy out of here. It's a fire hazard. We're blocking both aisles. They're real quick. We're blocking all that main entrance coming in. And and as far as I can see, the, the phones arc. You know, they're so far away. The that, videos. Yeah, right? You can find them online. The videos are nuts. Yeah. So, so sweetly, there's two people there. There's Mickey Strand, who's a great photographer. He's next to me in this here. And there's Vicky from uh, Hasbro. And Mickey and Vicky are my saviors because Mickey says, you want out of here? I'm like, uh, yes, please. <laughs> and so Vicky says, take my hand. I'm going to take you up to stage, onto stage. And let's do this up there. And I said, okay. I said, hey, everybody, we're going up here. Follow me. So <laughs> off we go. And like a wake of a boat, we all just <laughs> crush down this aisle. And she gets me up on stage. And she's right in my face. And I, I don't know if she knows Mark Hamill or not. I'm guessing she does. But she says, okay, Mr. Hamill, here's what we're going to do. <laughs> I said, stop. I said, here's my card. I said, I'm just a dad from Cincinnati. I, I just put this on just to help out these families, you know, like Don House of Dragonfly. I said, I'm not Mark Hamill. I've never, never been Mark Hamill, never say I will. So she's like, uh, okay. And she's smart. So she says, can we still do pictures up here? I'm like, sure. I'm here for that. She said, we're going to do a, a costume judging contest. You want to do that? Sure. So. Then, you know, I'm still in this adrenaline rush, and she gets on the PA. I, I said, the main thing is you can't say I'm Mark Hamill because, haha, I'm not Mark Hamill. So she gets up and starts announcing, we've got a cosplayer here. He looks like Mark Hamill, but he's not Mark Hamill. But if you still want a picture, that's great. 10% of the crowd says, eh, and they leave. About 90% are like, sure, what the heck? We're here. We've got a guy that kind of looks like him. So we started, and it, it was a nonstop rush of people coming up. And she, did, yeah. you know, she said, have your phones ready. And, and so we were ready to go. And it was like five seconds. You, know, you come up, you know, hey, how you doing? You know, and then boom, pictures taken. May the force be with you. And off they go over and over and over. And, over. and I'm, I'm just going. It's a rush. His voice cracks me up. <laughs> it was right on. Well, you know, Mark Hamill's got a, got a great yeah. voice to do. And we have a little bit of the same residence. A little bit. So um, he has an excellent ear, and he's a great imitator. I, I really love love his voice uh, acting. He's yeah. one of the best. I hope a hundred sure. I hope a hundred years from now that he's remembered for more than just Star Wars because he has uh, the Joker a plethora. stuff is incredible. Oh my gosh, yeah. Corvette and, Summer, yeah. Corvette Summer, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, exactly. Well, don't forget his Talus stuff and all all the new work that he's doing and all the yeah, yeah. all the VO Chucky and everything. So on it goes. He's got a whole you know in stage acting and Harrigan Hart. So um, I just hope he's remembered for more than just being pigeonholed into just Luke Skywalker because he's really got a lot of range and a lot of skill sets. And uh, hats off to him, took my hat off, for uh, 
doing um, just uh, uh, an enormously um, admirable body of work. And so, um, anyway, my train of thoughts has shot the tracks. What were we talking about? You were on the stage with his oh, yes. bro taking photos. That's it. And so, we go through all that. And um, so, uh, it was just this massive uh, rush of people that was going there. And uh, so, it was really wild to do all that, uh, just to, to get in that crowd and, and to get, you know, kind of swamped. And I don't turn anybody down, but we just... There's a point where we had to kind of slow him down because I'm like, I was exhausted. I, yeah. I've never been on that kind of adrenaline rush. And just to be frank about with this is it's scary uh, when they're coming in that close. And, you know, it, it, people keep going, you know, Mr. Halen, I, I still you know got that Santa Claus thing in the back of my mind. I'm like, and so, you know, deflecting. But meanwhile, Mark Hamill's smart enough not to come out there without security guards and be himself and, and whatever. He's always smart enough to put on a mask, you know, and you've seen this stuff online with him being a stormtrooper or whatever and, right. and going out in the crowd. So he's a brilliant guy. I've heard him speak, too, just off the cuff when he's talking about things. And and um, he's, you know, world traveler, smart guy, talented, damn handsome, right? i got to yeah. say that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, um, it's one of those things where it's it's enviable um, what he's got, but he's smart enough not, not to get out there with that. Meanwhile, I'm like, oh, but... Uh, like a moth to the flame, I'm going back next year, and the oh, people, you are the people who um, uh, running the Hawksworth Blood Center here. There's a fellow Dave is in charge of that. He was also doing San Diego for a while, and so he contacted people there and said, "You got to have this guy out there because I did their show in town here when we did the uh, the costume convention in September, the comic book show." And <clears throat> excuse me, and uh, so uh, he arranged it so I can work with the guys out there to help draw attention to their booth. Because when I'm out there, it's like a magnet. People like stop and go, you know, just do a double take or the triple take. Yeah, that's the fun when you hear the guy go, "Dude, I did a triple take," and you know what? If you can do the Joker, you're the dude, <laughs> right? And so I watched Mark Hamill do the 2016 Comic Con cold read of the Joker doing Killing Joke about 200 times. And after that, when I listened first to learn the lines, and then I learned the pacing, and then learned the uh, everything with it, the enunciation especially, I became a Mark Hamill fan more than Star Wars. More than anything else, I'm a Mark Hamill fan because of how well he can uh, voice act. Yeah. Uh, huge fan of that because uh, years and years ago when I was a recording engineer, I had a lot of people in the studio. I know talent. Difference between a good um, somebody who's well spoken has good diction, intonation, inflection, pacing, and on all cylinders on a cold read, like damn that guy's good. So I'll, I I learned to do the Joker, just the killing joke part. Do it for them, and at the end they're like, "Oh man, can I can I get your autograph?" Of course, which I always sign as Luke Skywalker because ta-da, I'm not Mark Hamill. Right. And that was the one little bit of controversy from Comic-Con was the guy who tweeted to Mark oh, yeah. that, hey, somebody somebody like forged your autograph. Right. That, which was just, you know, because that's the community that I'm in right now is the Star Wars autograph sure. community. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I'm big in there. I'm, I'm glad you brought that and up. As, I wanted to get to that. As yeah. soon as that came through. They're like, look at look at this story, you know, because the guy never posted the picture of the signature. He just said some guy pretending to be Mark Hamill and it's not Mark Hamill. And then the picture comes out with the signature that says Luke Skywalker, not Mark Hamill. And my whole community was like, well, of course it's not Mark Hamill because he would never sign something Luke Skywalker. Right. But there is that line of 
of oh, people yeah. who aren't well <laughs> aren't well versed in you know autographs. Sure. sure. So like, I'll give you the backstory on all that. Real yeah, quick. it was yeah. disingenuous on his sure. part um, to say that <coughs> because you, you you I know you and you never claim to be Mark Hamill. Right. And when in put in a position like that, you know that's right. a, you did the right thing. But to present it to Mark Hamill as though, like the real Mark Hamill, as though you're going around pretending to be him, no, no. is is disingenuous. Right, and I, right. And I, and I was like, the truth on this is going to come out, and it did. And and even Hamill tweeted out, you know, yeah. Um, let, let I me, heard the whole story. Yeah, and let me come to the guy's defense a little bit. So he was waiting in line, and he's very excited to see me, or as he believes Mark Hamill. They are announcing, and Vicky did a great job of this, announcing over and over again, this is not Mark Hamill. This is a guy that kind of looks like him, but you're welcome to get a picture. Like, over and over again. He's got tunnel vision. He's missing. He's standing right in front of the speakers with the Lions game, but he missed that. The same way when he came up, he told me later on, I asked you, if you are Mark Hamill, would you sign this for me? Meanwhile, my heartbeat is, is banging in my ears. I'm taking a picture every five seconds. I'm running on adrenaline. I'm starving. My daughter's got my food over there waiting for me in my drink. And just, it's just boom, 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 boom. And I'm just on this weird planet I've never been on before. And being the center of something, the storm that I've never created before, right? And so he comes up. I'm positive he said it. I'm positive I didn't hear him. And I later on tweeted that out. I just didn't hear the guy, the first part of it. I just heard I see a Sharpie coming at me and sign this. And I've, I've always signed everything everybody wants, but it's usually always Luke Skywalker. Right. And then it's something like live long and prosper because that's what Mark Hamill would do. <laughs> so it's something like that, right? Right. So I sign it real quick and on he goes. And this wasn't a, and, and also, again, this is like getting super detailed into the world that I'm well versed okay. in, but it's not, it wasn't a image from a movie. It wasn't a toy. We we have these little plaques made. Yeah, that's they're what like it was. Um, they're like little silver plaques, yeah. specifically for signatures that say like, you know, uh, Luke's Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker, or something like that. And they're typically used to display with a lightsaber or a toy, you know, like a like a X wing toy that's out of the box, you know. So you put that, you set the X wing out on the shelf, and then you put this little plaque down in front of it so that the signature kind of goes with it. So it wasn't like you ruined someone's like expensive toy or a really nice sure. photograph that they had printed. Like, like this little display item is. I mean, it's, well, there's good that came out of all of that because as he and I spoke, we went offline because I said, please just get me offline because you're going to get yourself beat up. Everybody was jumping on the guy. I said, stop that. Just come offline. And we, we emailed each other. And I said, you know, hey, I'm willing to pay whatever it takes to get you another one. And the guy says, well, actually, I went home, got cleaner on it, came right off. It's spotless like brand new. Yeah. It was just one of those things that cleaned off. But in the heat of the moment, I totally understand where he is. He's like, he's thinking he's got Mark Hamill in front of him, even though they're announcing it. And even though I would be the first to say, I'm not Mark Hamill, I'm Luke Skywalker. Right. right. So, but again, I'm just coming off this rush. I, I got 300 people moving in and we start off there eight feet from me on the end of the corner taking pictures. The next thing you know, they're less than a foot. And I mean, I'm, I'm almost in the center of this core, like, holy crud, what do I do now? And I'm yeah. dying of thirst hot. So the moving up was a good breath of fresh air, as it were, even though I'm still sweating bullets up there. And, but we just go, go, go. And I didn't want to disappoint Hasbro. They're great people and they have good products. So, 
uh, it's one of those things there. It just kind of was a fluke, ha. But uh, <laughs> it, it, it came up, and but we resolved it. We talked offline and stuff, and, uh, you know, uh, I'll probably see him again at the, at the next show. We're, we're cordial with all, each other and, you know, hard feelings either way. And uh, it's just one of those weird things that happen, and, and it's, it's kind of good in a sense because, you know, Mark Hamill knows that I'm not out there, A, you know, hustling in his name or doing whatever and all the fundraiser stuff, you know, 100% goes to the charity. It's just a volunteer thing. As, as I posted yesterday, I don't golf. This is what I do for fun. Yeah. So, because uh, I would stink at golf and everybody behind me want to beat me up or hold them up. So, have you ever actually met Mark Hamill? I have not met Mark Hamill, and that is the most uh, often asked question that I get. Have you ever met Mark Hamill? Like, no. Um, it's just one of those things, and maybe someday it happens. It's, it's not my priority, you know, one of those things, doing all this just to me. It's just one of those things where, nope, not yet. Um, uh, but people ask that the most because they say, I'd love to get a picture of you two together or see a picture of you two together online, like side by side like yeah. that too, right? I certainly would. Yeah. So, um, I mean, if it happens, the uh, San Diego show is coming out in 2020. I'll be there for that for the Comic-Con, and I'll be at the Anaheim Star Wars Celebration on Saturday and Sunday, yep. I feel like I was one of the main people to convince you to come to Chicago for Celebration. Is that fair? You did. That's fair to say that. Because that's like even more ground zero than Comic-Con. I mean, Comic-Con is just, in size, it's it's just a massive event. Mm -hmm. Um, But Star Wars Celebration, I mean, watching you walk around, I mean, there was no break for you. Even when you were like, I need a break. I was like, here, come in this room. You could, you'll be left yeah. alone in here for a few minutes. Yeah, but, that was nice. You know, Thank the, you. Yeah, the kid from uh, the European TV show. That's oh, like the Joe. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Ireland. Yeah. yeah, I think. I mean, it's just like you're almost asking for it, <laughs> right? <laughs> like at one point, like do you show up at Star Wars Celebration dressed like that, looking like you do, and you just. Now you know what you're getting into, what you're signing up for. I, I do. And um, in a sense, though, that people really get a, a big kick out of, out of getting that. Even even though, you know, it's one of those things where, I, you know, I can do it with a wink or tongue-in-cheek. It's whatever. But I still will never say I'm Mark Hamill because, surprise, I'm not Mark Hamill. Right. So, <clears throat> But you, like, one of the things that I love about you when you're in character is that it's not just like... Hey, can I have a picture? And you just kind of lean in for a selfie the way that most cosplayers do. You're like, yeah. And you're like, here, hold my lightsaber. I'm going to put my hand out like I'm using the force on you. I'm going to get the face right. Like, every detail of it for you is on point. But it's also like you just... You have this appreciation for the experience that they're getting, mm-hmm. and you want to make sure that it lives up to whatever they hoped it might be. That's and I, it. I, like, I don't know. I just respect that so much that every single picture you take is like, let's if we're gonna do this, we're gonna do it right. Sure, sure. And uh, you know, WWMHD. That if I, you know, Mark Hamill is good to his fans. He doesn't have to do all the stuff that he does and tweet back and do likes and people just hound the poor guy to death. Um, I wouldn't want to trade places with him. Um, I mean, it's great. You're world famous and you're that talented. But just to go down the street to get a Starbucks, you're going to get stopped. Hey, do this picture. Now, would you do this? Now, would you do that? Do that. And the guy's just trying to get a coffee. 
you know, so, and then security, he's got kids to worry about and all that. So, um, but he's really, really, really nice to his fans. Uh, he, he just doesn't have to do that. And that's, you know, uh, admirable. That's, that's good parenting, I think, uh, way he's brought up and listening to what he does. For somebody that was moved from, you know, nine schools in 12 years, he turned out pretty, you know, normal as it were. You can listen to the Joker, you might be yeah. on defense on that, but, um, you know, it's just really that he's a good, uh, seems like a decent person. Yeah. As far as I can tell, I've never met him. Again, I don't know him. He's, you know, he's really nice to do. Several times he's actually tweeted back really nice thank yous. Yep. And when I did the opening day parade for the Reds and I was there, it was just funny. And uh, so with the Dragonfly to help support them, um, I'm on the parade and Channel 12, local WKRC TV, was shooting it uh, for live on the air and then live streaming it. Somebody in the world took a picture of the laptop and say, hey, Hamill, were you in the opening day parade? Like, this guy's going to fly to Cincinnati and be in the ring. Um, Maybe he's a big Reds fan. You know, he he could be. And so um, he's got a Midwestern accent, if you notice that. Yeah. For moving all around the world, he's getting very Midwestern. On it. So um, anyway, uh, so he tweeted back. Uh, he set up hashtag amazing Luke like, or he added that, uh, made it to that and said, he looks more like me than me. So yeah. you can do that on Twitter, hashtag amazing Luke like. I thought that was kind of funny. So. Um, it was really like kind of him to do. He doesn't have to do that. You know, the guy's busy. He's got yeah. all kinds of stuff. But, you know, just taking the time for little things like that for people, that makes a big world of difference. I was on cloud nine. Like, holy crud. I'm going to have a T-shirt made, I think. <laughs> so, but but it, it's very nice of him to even acknowledge you there. So, you're... Now, PF, I can't. Are you? I know you like Star Wars, but you are this, more a Star Trek guy. Exactly. Right? This is the thing I've, I've told, told people before: is I can usually nail people down to one or the other. Now, a lot of people like both, and I'm one of those. Mm -hmm. But just about everybody in the world, I can nail down to one or the other. My brother and me, Star Trek. My brother-in-law, Star Trek. Me, Star Trek. We all love Star Wars, though. And then Star Wars. This this bloke, uh, Darren, I reckon Star Wars. Yeah. My buddy Jim, who, who passed away, I, he was of the Star Wars generation, but he was actually a Star Trek guy first, I think because the next generation was on when he was a kid. And Yeah, so, but yeah, I, I do love me some Star Wars. I don't, I, it's, were you a Star Wars fan before all this? I'm a, about a C plus fan. Uh, just to be honest Still? with you, uh, no, I'm getting better, and I'll tell you why. But I'm a C plus <laughs> fan like because you're wearing a Rogue One hat right now. <laughs> well, somebody sent that to me. Wasn't that nice? Um, so anyway, um, because I lost the weight, now I, I'd seen Star Wars in eighth grade, right? And I was into it. My friends, uh, my friend that sat next to me in biology class, uh, Jeff was a Star Wars fan, uh, Star Trek fan, big time. So he saw it several times. Like, wow, he saw it more than once. That's pretty cool. And I think I saw it a second time. My friend Scott, one of my best buddies, saw it 48 times down at the Village Cinema in Erlanger when oh, you could wow. go for a dollar. So yeah. he, he was had a job at Burger Queen of all places they had down there. And so he used that money. <laughs> you know, yeah. there was a Burger Queen. And he would go in over and over and over. He's a massive, was massive into it like that before anybody. And, um, except for maybe you, because your dad was designing the toys at Kenner, right? He was, all this uh, he was making working model. He was not a designer. But okay. He, uh, I mean, you told me he's bringing yes. home you these these X wings with uh, yeah. bubbles in the wing. You got yeah. you still have them, right? No. Ah, what happened to those? I sold them when I decided to do comedy full time. I sold my entire collection. Oh man, to one person. Oh man, yeah. I figured you still have them and be like a no. multi trillionaire or something. No. God no. <laughs> oh man, because um, those are like priceless almost, right? No, I mean, there was a price, though. So. When I sold them at the time, I got good value for them at the time. If I still had them today, they'd probably be worth four times as much as what I sold them for. Yeah. But, uh, but it was, you know, it was kind of a, 
I don't I don't know what the what the right word is. It was serendipitous oh, to sorry. to you know I, I I look back on it and I'm just like you know I used I used them to follow my dream in a weird way. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like they were they really helped me make a transition into like chasing a dream. Sure. And so in that regard, like the money, the money aside from it, and I still have the memories, you know, cause that's what they always were for me. Like I loved playing with the toys and a lot of the toys I played with ended up being the most expensive ones because they were prototypes. They were garbage. Uh, as we looked at it, you know, my dad brought them home and they're like, Hey, we can't use this cause they're making changes to it. So oh, man, take it out in the backyard and crash it into the yeah. ground you know and so like um, shag carpeting inside the x-wing yeah yeah, yeah. so 70s. it's like uh it's i don't Craig, know craigers like on the side yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but 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 i still have those memories like even just looking at a picture of those toys oh, yeah. brings it back so i don't need to necessarily have them physically like right now if i had them it would strictly be because they're an investment, and I'm saving them to sell one day. Right. You know? And there and there are people all over online like that. So, for example, you're talking about being a, a Star Wars fan. So, I, I like Star Wars. I've seen all the movies. But the fans and the super fans, and, and like yourself out there, it's amazing what they're into and all the collection and stuff. I admire that, too. And one thing I think George Lucas needs to get credit for, he doesn't get enough credit for this, of all the stuff he gets credit for, is his continuing empowerment of females. It started with Leia not being a damsel in distress. It kind of started a little bit like that. I'm here to rescue type thing like that. And in the end, she's rescuing everybody else's bacon. And that continues with Ray. And so I, when I'm online, it's amazing the power, uh, the amount of women who aren't Mark Hamill fangirls, right? Hamsters that are Star Wars fans that are really, really into this because they were brought into that, not only world of fantasy, but the strong female. And I applaud yeah. that so much because really we're only half as good without, without the women in, in our society leading these ways. And, and, uh, my t- two go-to people to ask questions to because I'm dumb as a box of rocks on Star Wars, as it were, I'm learning are both females. Um, Jedi Revan, who's Tina out in Arizona, I go to her all the time and say, Hey, how come there's no woman DeLorean? She says, no dummy. Mandalore's a planet. If you're from there, you're Mandalorian. Like, oh, okay. So before I post, or as we learned in the new the new season, it's a it's a creed. It's not a. It's not there you are. Yeah. Something like that. So see, I learned. So yeah. I'm learning all the time. So I'm trying to take all this in. And then Carol, who's cheeky, walk on Twitter. Uh, from UK is just massive cosplayer. She's into all that stuff. Just totally into it. And I was, I was blown away before I w- uh, did any of this. I would have, if you asked me about do your average Star Wars fan, it would have been comic book guy from the Simpsons, right? No, that's wrong. In episode four, (laughs) scene 21, he says thusly, not thus. Therefore, you are incorrect. That kind of thing, I would have put him in that. And then meanwhile, I'm like, boy, was I ever wrong. And I meet the fans, and like, you got dads and kids and grandmas and moms and all over the place. And it's really ubiquitous, the amount of uh, love that that movie has for every language. When we went to the um, celebration in Chicago, the Japanese uh, Star Wars group, Great group of people there too, and the cosplay is just off off the charts. Yeah. I'm like, wow, man, I'm out of my league. They they know their stuff. So uh, so the love that fans have, uh, have for Star Wars and, and Mark Hamill around the world, it's nice to be in that wave of love, that warmth that comes to you when they 
they're into Star Wars and they want the main guy. They want to picture the main guy. And you're like, and I never, you know, if I can avoid saying no, I'll, I'll always stay late. And then my feet are on fire. I'm sweating bullets. Not like the guys who are the stormtroopers or Darth Vader. Those guys stop and take off their helmets in the back. They came out of a shower or sauna. They are cooking. So, and then they can't see. They have no peripheral vision. They can barely have tactile. There's a guy here that, that, uh, troops and, and I talked to him and he's just, he finishes like, (gasps) he's out of breath and he's trying to be really cool with everybody and do his thing, but they are cooking. So, you know, anybody that does that, if you see them, those guys are baking in there. They really are. Me, I'm sweating it up a little bit too, but my mask doesn't come off. I have to wear this every day. Yeah. Get to. Ah. So when you were in your 20s, did people say you looked like Mark no. Hamill? No. It didn't See, happen until no, later. No, no. Mark Hamill in his young days was just ugly as hell. He, he didn't look good at all. But when he got older, he started aging into really good look. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, having the, having the great <laughs> chin and, and yeah, yeah. real handsome blue eyes. Ah, the blonde hair. That was nothing. You know, nobody wanted to see him then. Well, I said, you no. said <laughs> even without the beard, the lowest people were saying, hey, you look Yeah, like. that's after I lost the weight. But see, that's when I just got a bit older and our, our genetics start kicking in, you know. Okay. So his eyes are bluer, a little more round like uh, that, okay. too. But, hmm. yeah, it was as I started aging a little bit and, and likewise, did he. so this confluence came together of more genetics matchup. But, no, you know, he's obviously a real, real handsome guy and uh, talented, you know, and uh, well-liked. And so, um, and beloved still. So, well, it sounds like with the CPAP machine, you could have gone down the Darth Vader route. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you're the comedian. Jim Gaffigan should appreciate you, man. You open for Jim Gaffigan. That's that's hats off to you, man. Thank you. And then, of course, you got your own show, too. I, I still have to see you in concert, but. I think people, if you're listening to this and, and the, for the few that follow me like that, look at joshneed.com and go watch his stuff on YouTube because it's very funny. My favorite still the uh, garage sale stuff. Thank you. Where the guy go, what time's the bank open? That the, <laughs> <laughs> just kills me. Thank I think you. of that when I'm driving around every now and then. I just get a little chuckle on my face. But joshneed.com, you should check that out. It's really cool. And if you haven't been to Cincy Shirts, you want to see some neat Star Wars stuff, definitely come Listen check that out. Guy, too. Right? That's right. There you go. I got my garters and high heels on, baby. I'm pimping for you. <laughs> well, I was, I was telling and fluke before we started recording that uh, we have a new guy that works for us and we were in the Loveland store and if you've been in our stores or maybe I think it might be on the website we have fluke in some of the shirts uh, and it also he plays... came out to help us with the grand opening yeah. of the Loveland store okay and it plays in the store and he asked me he says did you guys get Mark Hamill's permission to digitize him into that and I'm like no that's a guy that properly looks like <laughs> really yeah 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 and he's a good friend of Josh's and yeah uh, so, that's hilarious that he thinks that he thought like, that we digitized like, actual like Mark we... Hamill into these shirts and yeah just <laughs> now now something interesting too is when I started off I had the short hair but I've been letting it grow to not be uh, recognized, <coughs> excuse me, as Mark Hamill. I'm going for Luke. I'm not trying to cosplay Mark Hamill. Right, right. If my hair is like short. Movies, yeah. If my hair is short, I get the hey. Did anybody ever tell you you look like Mark Hamill? And I say mm-hmm. yeah, only on days ending and why. <laughs> so if I grow my hair out longer, I hear it less and less. I'm trying not to be mistaken as Mark Hamill. Right. So the the growth of the hair, I don't like long hair, but yeah. it's basically get away from there. <clears throat> if I haven't mentioned it, I hate this beard. <laughs> <coughs> what Excuse me. Uh, so is my way. So you have obviously these like tent pole events you're doing this year with Comic Con and celebration. Like locally, what do you already have scheduled or 
So uh, too cool. Do you keep your website or or Facebook up to date with where you're going to be? Yeah, I'm just about to announce two things that are in the pipeline. There's a Louisville Arcade and a comic book convention, I think, something like that. So um, I'll get all the proper name for it and stuff. That's the first weekend in March I'm going down there. So I'll be in my stuff, walking around, taking pictures the whole weekend. When I get finished, they're going to write a check to Ronald McDonald House, a big fat check, and I take that up like normal, not to me. I'm I'm making zero, and I'll drop that off to them. So I post that online. If you go online and you go back, you can see every check I've ever gotten, (coughs) received, excuse me, (coughs) and everything's redacted, all the bank routing numbers, signatures. But I post those online, me getting them, and then I post the second time you'll see it is me handing them off you know, redacted to Ronald McDonald House to say, here, because I want to stay 100% transparent. I want any BS from anybody about where did that $3 go? It went to them. Okay. So, um, so I'm going to do that. This, the next week, I'll take my son down to Florida to visit my mom, and we're also going to go to Galaxy's Edge. So I'm real excited about that. I'll probably have that. Yeah. Can you make a T-shirt for me? Can you do I'm, that? I'm, the one, one where I do that, Mark Hamill, yeah. because I'm not allowed to wear my costume there. They don't want you confused with the people who are there. Makes really? Sense. Really, really. <clears throat> There's rules about that. So, so the kids can, but the adults can't because – I, I think that's a smart move on their part. Yeah. They don't want anybody just walking around going, yeah, come yeah, here behind the, the curtain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah, <that's it. laughs> so to, so to their, your credit, they're, they're doing that. So, so I'll just wear that shirt or whatever. And then the th- third week in March, um, because of, the, of California, a guy saw me there and said, how would you like to come to the Dallas AllCon and we'll, we'll fly you down here and stuff? And uh, you go ahead and take pictures with the fans, and we're going to set up an account so when they charge for a picture, all that money is going to go to an account. Then we'll write a check at the end, zero out the account, and that check will go to the charities up here. So, again, I'm still taking nothing for four days walking around in this <laughs> big, heavy suit, but it's worth it because his family's up there. I just slammed. I mean, they got the bills hitting them. They Where got is this? Kid. Dallas, Alcon. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'm going down there for four days uh, to do that. When is that? Uh, it's in Dallas. When? Oh, uh, third week in uh, March. So I'll be down there just looking gorgeous, walking around. And if you're in the Dallas area, please come say hi and get your picture taken. Oh, man. <coughs> I'm there the end of February. <coughs> well, just stick around. Oh, uh, yeah. Why not? <laughs> we'll hang out. I'll let you buy me dinner. Um, Some place with blue but, milk and fish. But locally, locally, you'll post where you're... Uh, oh, yeah. Where you're going to be. Sure. Right, on social. Yeah. Um, and, and a lot of stuff has just been somebody's birthday party uh, or um, I've got a wedding coming up. Somebody's having a Star Wars themed wedding. I'm not marrying anybody, hopefully. I'm not getting married, hopefully. So, <laughs> Have you thought about that? <laughs> getting married? No, locally? no, no. Uh, getting ordained? Uh, so they have, I have. They have the guys online, right? You buy the $40 thing from the church of blah, blah, potato, and, and you send them 40 yep. bucks, and they say you're now a minister. Yeah. If did. somebody asked me to do it, I could pull the trigger. Yeah, I but, did it for a friend of mine last uh, last year. He wanted me to marry them, so uh, I got ordained. And by the time this airs, this will have already happened. But tonight, uh, at our Cincy shirt store in Over the Rhine, I'm marrying couple. Oh wow! Uh, and he doesn't. He won't know it till he's in the store. Haha. <laughs> What's your official title when you're doing that? I think it's uh, so they send you a packet with all this stuff, um, but they send you a badge that just says clergy. So I guess technically I'm clergy. I want to be Master Skywalker, right? <laughs> I mean, but but should you be can go by whatever you want? That. Well, because maybe. all that matters is that your signature. But I'm uh, the United uh, United Life Church that's or it. something. Yeah, I think that's uh, it. Like that. 
but I checked to make sure it was even oh, Ohio. Universal too. Life Universal Church Life and Church. Heavy Equipment Company. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, I think it is. All of Washington. That's yeah. it, right. But uh, for that one, we've got a stamp. Yeah. So this <laughs> so tonight, I'm uh, I'm be they're coming in. So basically, it's a uh, uh, a man and a woman who are both divorced and um, met and have been madly in love with each other ever since. And he had always said, like, I don't want anything big. Like, it could just be me and you at the courthouse. And she's been putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. Like, and she's she's surprising him ah, tonight. Nice. That's sweet. Uh, in our store. Because they both came to my show a couple months ago. And so they're going to come in. And uh, I'm going to just act like I'm working at the store. And then I'll bring up the conversation of marriage and say, well, we can just do it right now. Oh, that's great. That's <laughs> and, great. Uh, and then her family uh, and some of his family, they, they both have children from their previous marriages. They'll be in the back stock room, unbeknownst to him. Uh-huh. And as wow. soon as I uh, give the cue, my wife, Jenny, who will be shop a shopper in the store, oh, wow. is going to open the door and let them all out. Uh-huh. We're going to do the ceremony right there in our store tonight. Wow. And then we're going to head over to Bakersfield for dinner where they had their first date. Nice. Wow. Very nice. I think as wedding presents, you should give them each uh, Hootie Delight t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> to the, Jenny, speaking of which, she is awesome. You're, you're like the, one of the luckiest guys I know. You've got all this Star Wars stuff going. You've got a beautiful wife. You've got gorgeous kids who are really, really good. Comedian stuff like that. Just what you got like a rabbit's foot or something? What's your what's the secret, Josh? I don't know. I guess I'm waiting to wake up from it all. Oh I'm, yeah, I'm, right? I'm lucky. I'm you very are. lucky. You're a very lucky guy. Like, plus, you know me. So yeah, there's that. Right? <laughs> um, so when we met, you told me that this was still brand new to you. At oh the time, yeah, right. Yeah. So you had told me that one of your goals was to hit a dollar amount used to to buy toys and donate to the Ronald McDonald House. That was your goal for this past year, right? 2019. Yeah. And what was it? Um, I, you know, at least on the 2021 was uh, uh, 2000. 2019. And, and, oh, yeah. Well, we're like, like 2000 or yeah. so dollars. Like that. I'm going to put it up a little bit higher. Um, but uh, there's a realistic situation. You're only going to get so much. And, and whatever I get, I'm, I'm thankful for. Did you for. hit it? Did you reach your goal in 2019? Uh, no. No. The thing is, my family and I kick in the rest. So luckily we we can afford to do that, and so we'll do that as well too. And then same for this year. I'm short, but we'll still kick in the rest. And so, um, but I have the the link is on my website, which is I am flukeskywalker.com. Like I'm flukeskywalker.com. That way, and they can go there and they can see all the links and all the the uh, Twitter links and blah blah and all that. So that's on there. But that's one thing that you want to do, and from putting yourself out there more is. If somebody wants to bring you to a corporate event or a birthday party or something sure. like that, then you're, you don't charge them yeah. for your appearance, but you say, I'll come if you'll make a donation to Ronald McDonald or Dragonfly. Right. Is Ronald right. McDonald the right. first choice or uh, it, either, yeah. either like that too? I'll, I'll say it's up to them. Cause they work, I, a lot of people don't know, sure. they actually work with each other oh, yeah. Yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, and so what, that's, that's what's a, a good amount for like if somebody's thinking about doing it what's a what's an amount that you think is fair for for people to bring out and I know you you're kind enough to just say whatever you can afford mm-hmm. but 
I mean, I'm telling you as a business guy, <laughs> like there, you should have a set amount of like, you know, if it's an hour, I'd like to, I'd like for the check to be this much money. So just give yeah. people an idea if they want to hire you, like what's a, what's a fair amount? Uh, about a hundred million. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, um, so what I normally say is, um, you know, it depends on where, how far away I have to go and all that, but I'll say at least at like a $200 minimum. Yeah, to come out for that, but I don't get any of it, so it's all going there. But people will pass the hat and bump that up. I mean, when you guys did your shirt thing, we got a thousand dollars that day. Thankfully, the guy, the goalie from uh, oh, Evan Cincinnati. Newton, yeah, yeah, Evan was great, right? Yeah, and he came great. out and did picture uh, autographs and all that. And I was there. You invited me out, and then you guys uh, knocked off a discount on your shirts and put up money that. So that was a thousand dollars that went to the Dragonfly. That was really, really nice of you to do that. So and thanks again for the opportunity. So <clears throat> uh, usually that that's kind of the deal. Is that the the sad thing is, I don't have any connections or any agent. I don't know anybody. I don't know Mark Hamill. I don't know anybody at Lucasfilm. If any of those people would say, hey, you know what? There's a guy that looks like Mark Hamill and sounds like Mark Hamill. Can you imagine how much money I could make for some uh, project that Lucasfilm would do or Disney or whatever? Disney's got that whole channel. There's stuff with kids. I'm a former science teacher. Can you imagine having Luke Skywalker working with these kids on science on a show on here, how much money that could generate. I mean, yeah, I'd take a salary, but, you know, I could do a massive amount of donation. I just don't have any connections. I just don't know anybody. I'm, I'm stuck here in the, you know, middle Midwest. That's why you know, you're on the show, the coast. There you go. There you go. We got big Hollywood you, agents. You got them like right that. Now. So, Maury, if you're listening, call me. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, it's, it's one of those things where um, if, if I could eventually get towards something like that, I would definitely do that in a heartbeat because it, it can help them exponentially. And that's what people need to understand too is yes you're you're passing the money right on to the charity but your the check is never written to you no. so it's always written to the charity so the person who's hiring you mm -hmm. gets not only an amazing experience for their event or party but they also get a charitable tax oh, yeah. donation oh, total, total, total write-off on them i mean it's like such a no-brainer yeah yeah hopefully uh, and so that's that. Thank you for mentioning. It's one of those things where, um, still to this day, I haven't made a money. I'm in the hole for two suits. And the prayer that I had <laughs> on the on the rise of Skywalker is, please, please the don't be wearing new a new, new suit. suit. <laughs> you just can't a afford brand it. New lightsaber. <laughs> exactly. Oh yeah. Just you can't afford it. So and I mean the two. You know, if you if you're trying to do it right, you go to Ultra Savers and you get the top of the line one. So I've got one, the green one that Luke yeah. made, and I got the blue one from Daddy. Nice man. They're heavy. Right. And they, oh, they've yeah. got the sound, and, and you can whack them. They're the combat, so you can beat the heck out of them and all that. And and uh, so because uh, you, you want to do it right for the fans and stuff. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I'm in the hole for that. So I was happy that they didn't do that, but that's out of, out of my pocket. My wife says, what do you want for your birthday? I want this. What do you want for Christmas? I want that. What do you want for your anniversary? I want that. So nothing, all that is Star Wars related. So now I've, I pretty much have what I need and then spares, you know, I've got two pairs of boots in case one of them goes bad and two pairs. Of, so everything is almost a backup, right? So, uh, it's double the expense. Smart. So, well, but it runs you in the hole at that point. So I still have yet to make a dime on it, but it would be nice again if somebody from Disney said, gee, I think of the money we can make of having a guy, cause Mark Hamill will, uh, A, I'm sure that he loves doing the Luke stuff, but he's got all that range and being typecast just to do that. I'm, I'm, I'm imagining the sense he's kind of relieved a little bit now that it's, it's his part's done, yeah, but, yeah. that he can expand even more because look at the range of guys, guys. He's got really, really good, right? Uh, and the characters he has. So and there's been but, more than one voice for Mickey Mouse. There's been more, more than sure, one voice. Sure, sure. So in that sense of what he wouldn't do, he might say, look, I, I take a million six or whatever even to show up. I don't know what he gets. But if they said, hey, would you do it for $100,000? i am like, yeah, I'm, 
on that quicker than stink on a monkey. I'm, I'm there. So, because uh, then I could donate a, a large chunk to these charities and help these families out. Because once you meet them, man, and they, you just can't, if, unless you're not human, you can't not feel for somebody, if, uh, you're a parent, of having a sick kid and they got bills on top of that yeah. and they're going to be here for you. Uh, yeah. Your other kids are back in Arizona. You're not going to get to see them because this kid can't fly, right? Because they're under operation. Right. On and on it goes. And you're like, oh, you lost your insurance too? Yeah. I mean, how much... How much pain can you put on a fellow human being? Yeah. So at, at that moment, I'm I'm in there like I'm with you. What can I do to help? That's what this is all about. My first goal in all this is to raise as much money as humanly possible for these guys to help them out. The second goal in all of this <clears throat> is to be as selfless as possible. So that's why my name's not here. Hey everybody, pat me on the back. It's I'm posting to say thank you for the toys, thank you for the check, but it's never about. The guy that's sitting across from you, this bag of skin and bones, that's saying, you know, hey, look at me, everybody. I'd like everybody to look at Fluke. That guy, I'd like to say, yeah, hey, everybody, look at that. But me personally, I, I don't really care. It's, ve- it's very humble for you to say that, but like. I'm just a volunteer. I, I know I, I you are. I'm just a volunteer. You're, but, that's you're all. Not, but you're not just a volunteer. Mm. I mean, you go above and beyond and. You know, when I see you at events and I see the way that people who don't have anything wrong, you know, it's like just Star Wars fans Mm -hmm. light up. They're the best fans in the world. They really are. It's a sick kid, man. I mean, it's perspective that like everybody needs. Yeah. And and thankfully, Dragonfly has uh, literature on on working with somebody who has, uh, you know, a really bad um, uh, time that they're going through and normally a kid and what to say and even more importantly what not to say yeah so i use that as my guide all the time when i'm working with uh somebody or having close interaction and you see you know a little girl she's nine she's lost all her hair including her eyebrows now be a kid and lose all your hair that's one thing be a girl yeah. and lose all your hair that's something yeah. else and she's got to go back to school thankfully we're living in a time where a the medicine can help her survive and get past this and beat it, which is good. And B, that the schools are more inclusive. So you see that where the kids will shave their head in, in, uh, Standing with them, I'm Spartacus moment, right? Of yes. me too, and yeah. they and they're not uh, outcasting this this poor kid who's just going through the worst thing ever. But thankfully, again, we're in the right place for a kid who's got anything going on with them to beat that. But at that moment, you know, when you're interacting with somebody like that, you have to be hypersensitive about stuff. So you know what's really cool? We can always talk about Star Wars and yeah. how, how much they love yeah. Star Wars or toys or whatever. And it's a common bond among the, the people I interact with. And I just said it before, I'll say it many more times, Star Wars fans are the best fans in the world. They beat everybody hands down. They're really nice and generous and thoughtful and um, just above board on everything. I'm, uh, and I'm not, you know, kissing up here. They really, really have blown me away, and yourself included, just how much they're really into all that and what they'll do, go to the ends of the earth to help out. And so um, I'm, a, I'm a, a big fan of that and how it can help situations like this. And if you, having this kind of, you know, yeah. doppelganger thing going on will help me help them, I'm yeah. all over it, you know. And there's, there's truth to that. And I, did, I don't think I ever really noticed it until this year. So I don't know if we've ever talked about this on the show, but. Your sex change? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I used to be Jan. Uh, no, um, I saw you sashay in, man. You were looking looking smoking there too. When I uh, when Force Awakens came out, we we went to the movies and we it was just uh, me and my two brother in laws, uh, Darren, and then my best friend Nate and our and those of us who had kids, and uh, and I bought a ticket for my dad. I put his I put his photo on one of the seats because it was the first Star Wars movie that had come out since he passed away. Uh-huh. And we just loved the thought of 
um, seeing the movie with your friends and family. Because mm-hmm. that's what that's what I wanted from it. It was like create memories for other people similar to what I had, sure. you know. And so um, when Rogue One came out, we had probably 50 out of the 80 seats. Have we talked about this on the show no, before? So. so we had like 50 out of the 80 seats in the theater of with friends, family, neighbors. And uh, and since you shared some employees for that one. And then uh, Last Jedi came out. We had the whole theater. And that's when we started giving everybody a Star Wars toy. Nice. And then uh, same for Solo. Mm-hmm. That's where we, we that's, did. That's where that I did was the first, first one that you yeah. did. Thank you for inviting me uh, there. No, that was great. 501st so, came and out. And you raised about 2000 bucks for Cincinnati Children's Hospital for their peanut allergy research the, study. If I'm right. That's right. That was sweet of you. Thank you for doing that. No, I mean, that was, you know, they've been <laughs> amazing for helping out my son. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I love that I boy. He's awesome. To, he's, he really is. He awesome. really is, isn't he? And uh, we were able to pull in some donations online and, and made a, a pretty big deal of it. And, and like you said, um, we raised some money. And so then for this Rise of Skywalker, um, through people hearing the story of, of how this sort of uh, event has come to – has grown, uh, Kona Ice was kind enough to rent out a second theater. Yeah. Just for families from the Dragonfly Foundation that to was come cool, see the movie. That was so cool then. And so um, we, so I had toys left over from my Rise of Skywalker showing, and we were going to give them away uh, for the Dragonfly showing. And of course, all the family with the child who was sick, we were excited that the kid got a toy and a mm-hmm. poster. But when I told the brothers and sisters and the moms and dads you get a toy too their face like it was in it was crazy mm-hmm. it was crazy they're like what like no I, I don't have to take one and i'm like no no no. you get to pick one out too you get a right. poster too right. and they're just like they were as excited as the sure. child was sure. you know what i mean sure. which i thought was awesome same in the ronald mcdonald house again the sickness doesn't affect just the kid it's the whole family so i have siblings there and when I lay out all the toys, and they say, can I have one, too? I'm like, sure, go ahead and take whatever you like. It's all yours. And if you want to, <laughs> go ahead and take two. I'm good with it. And so when a little kid, a little girl, the last time I was there, was a, she's almost in tears. I can't decide which one I want. I said, take both of them, sweetie. It's fine. And then the other kid's like, can we have two as well? And the mom's like, no. I'm like, sure, go ahead. Because I had tons of them, right? Because it's not affecting just them, you know, or their little brother and sister. It, it's that we're big brother and sister. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's one of those things where it affects them. And then they're cheered up, too, because there's kind of stuff there as well. So um, There's a great video of you that I want people to see, and we'll put this on the blog, too, of you Christmas shopping in your Star Wars <laughs> Chris, ugly Christmas sweater. Yeah, my wife shot that. below, uh, buying all the Star Wars toys that you're going to take. So we got to put that on the blog, okay. too. But it's, a, it's great. It's yeah. so great. And there's so many pictures of you out there actually giving toys at the Ronald McDonald house. And yeah. that, that's to say thank kids. you with everybody because yeah. accountability, right? Yeah. That's For me, it's all accountability. I get everything I can online to so say, look, thank you for the people who donated, which I always do that every time. Thank you for anybody that does it because it's one of those things where I just don't want I get it. I get yeah. it for yeah. you. That's yeah. accountability. But yeah. for everybody else, it's like – it's inspiration. Okay, good. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's like they should be doing. It too, I should man. be doing it too. Well, you exactly. are. But if anybody's but you, listening, but that's yeah, what yeah. that's what yeah. should come from it. Not sure. like I'm going to check up on this guy to make sure he's legit. Yeah. It's like you know what? I could do that. 
I'd hope, yeah. So. And they don't have to donate to me. They can just go down to I hope everybody would take a time to volunteer. They always could use volunteers. And if you're listening from somewhere else in the country, you've got a Ron McDonald house. They need people down there all the time. And They're same with our country, Cincinnati. Yeah. There's opportunities to be at a front desk or cleaning or clerical or cooking or whatever. And it, it doesn't take anything to do it. And it's really addictive. Once you start doing that, you're going to, oh, I want to do more. Because you see what an impact you're making to help out these families who are just getting slammed in the teeth. Yeah. Nobody should have a kid with cancer. Right. And, and it's just anything you can do to help them. And you'll never want to not do it. I see people down there and they've been there a long time and hats off to them. They do, they're there more hours than I am. The volunteers that are cleaning toilets down there and come back again and again and do it. Hats off to them. They, they really deserve a salute because, uh, they do just wonders Amen and, and keep the cost down and all that. So I'm, I'm a big fan of them. So tell people once again, I know you mentioned your website before, tell people how they can get a hold of you or just follow along with what you're doing. Okay. So the website has most of the links, but uh, that is www.imflukeskywalker.com. So it's no apostrophe. It's I am Fluke Skywalker, uh, like Luke with an F. Okay. Uh, Twitter is um, <clears throat> some other handle. <laughs> it's uh, number one Fluke Skywalker, I think, is in um, Twitter and Instagram. I'm pretty sure. Like the number one and then Fluke Skywalker. I think that's it. It's at, you know, you do the at sign or whatever like that. But all those links are on the my website, and that comes out of my pocket. It's yeah. another one like it's that. It's the too. number one. Yeah. At the number one. Fluke Skywalker yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, and same for Insta Spam. That's that's on there as well too. And, and so, <laughs> and it says Fluke Skywalker dash not Hamilton. Yeah, because <laughs> af- after the, the loss, uh, after the San Diego thing, everybody had to change that up. I mean, the the uh, it's Mark Hamill group had to change theirs to it's not Mark Hamill group and all that. And I, I've, to be fair to him, the imposters that are out there. Uh, are just, Crazy. <laughs> yeah, he's just showing the side by side picture. Yeah. If you go to the, the Facebook page, it's on there. The two of you side by side. Yeah, is nuts. That's his Twitter okay. cover photo. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, or that's Facebook, I think, too. Well, either one. Well, right? Yeah. Okay. So, um, and and uh, yeah, Facebook is. If you see Facebook, it's just Fluke Skywalker movie character. You can look at that one. That's the one that, that I post most on. But everything is redundant with the videos and all that, and you can see that there. Um, but. Uh, Anyway, everybody had to change it up because he's got imposters out there. We just caught somebody yesterday doing another a fake uh, Twitter feed on there. Um, Karen Arnold out there in California or on the West Coast somewhere uh, brought that up, and he retweeted, like, thanks for catching that. There's a lot of hustlers out there. So that, one more reason I don't want to be in the imposter category. I'm like, oh, I'll lay it all out there. If somebody wants to come to the bank and see what the GoFundMe money is, oh, come on, let's go. I'll show you where the account is and every dollar and everything that's there. So I post all that online too. Um, they don't want any, any credit from anybody about that because they just don't need that. I know, I know. It's I hate that you have to worry about that, I and I understand why you do. But yeah, I think that it's the hustlers. The, I think the that the people that second guess you or anyone is such a vocal minority. Mm-hmm. It's like the hate that we get on Twitter. Like I tend to focus on those, and I just go, you know what? That's those are the ones I'm seeing, but I'm not seeing like all the people who love what we do, or the youth people that love what you do, or the hundreds of people in line that wanted your, their picture with you at that Hasbro booth that wasn't the one guy, you know. And I know you've made peace with him, and you guys are close and yeah, stuff. Yeah. But I mean, for for that guy, there's a thousand other people who just 
had their day made. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. That's, so, that's the goal, too, is I, I want to make their day in that sense, too. But again, too, I, I'm stressing to them I'm not Mark Hamill. Right. Uh, and, and that's the first word out of my mouth. And whether they choose to believe me or not, you see that story in the, in the, the paper, Orange County Register there. Whether they choose to believe me or not, that, that's on, on their end. But I, the first thing out of my mouth always is, I'm not Mark Hamill. Yeah. With, in that voice, because I'm not breaking <laughs> character. So I'm not breaking character like that. Well, he's got a great voice to start with. And then he's got such a good ear that he can imitate, you know, all the people. And when I, when I watch him do, you know, Harrison Ford and he's on there like, Hey kid, you know, doing all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. George, you can write this stuff. You just can't. <clears throat> so I watch him do that all the time and uh, try to get his voice down so that everybody gets the full experience when they're when they're with me on that too. So make them happy. Well, I hope that people listening um, take you up on it and uh, and bring you out to an event or a party or something because it's it's no it's such a no brainer. You're I I'm telling you I'm giving you my personal guarantee that your guests will talk about it all the way up until your next event about how good he is at what he does. Not just that he looks like him, but the way that he acts and the way that he interacts and the photos that they'll have forever. And it will be such a, it'll be such a good move on your part to bring him in and you're doing good for a good cause and it's a charitable tax donation. I mean, it's just, no, it makes no sense why you wouldn't do it. So reach are, are out. Are you to listening, you. Disney? Lucasfilm, he's talking to you. <laughs> so reach out to, to Fluke. Um, so the last thing to, sure. to put a bow on this is uh, we ask our guests to give us a word uh, that people can use as a 20% off coupon until the next episode airs. So if you're going to pick one word, uh, for people to use as a coupon code, what word would you like it to be? Hamel. Hamel. And it's two L's, right? H-A-M-I-L-L. Hamel. H-A-M-I-L-L. So put in Hamel, and you'll save 20% at CincyShirts.com. You can also stop into any of our three stores, Over the Rhine, Hyde Park, or Loveland. And... Um, uh, give us that code as well, and that'll be good until the next episode comes out. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank oh, you oh. for what for being here, and thank you for sure. all you do. Man. Thank you for the invite. And uh, so this was a rehearsal, right? We ready to start recording? Yeah, we're ready. Right. Okay, right. uh, welcome to the Cincy Show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks for being here, dude. Thank you very much. I appreciate you inviting me. This is always awesome. And keep doing what you're doing. You're doing a great job, Josh. Funny as heck, Joshneed.com. <laughs> thanks. We started singing my my the fear and a good guy. Luke Skywalker. Well, that play out music is uh, twofold, of course, the, the obvious reason. But then uh, in the warehouse a couple of days ago, we were finishing up all those Fiona Australia orders and uh, got on the subject of Weird Al. And, of course, Josh, the big Star Wars fan, asked us if we'd all heard the uh, Star Wars song. And I had, and uh, most people have, but some people hadn't. So we played that. A couple other Weird Al tunes, and then Darren was done. <laughs>
<laughs> so a couple of parody songs in a row is good. Let's let's move on to something else. So anyway, um, another funny Fluke Skywalker story real quick. I was working in the Loveland store with one of our uh, new associates who now works in the Hyde Park store. And the monitor came up and there was the uh, one with Fluke. And he asked me, he goes, hey, did did we get permission to like digitize Mark Hamill into one of our ads? And I'm like, no, that's a properly a guy that looks like Luke Skywalker. That is not actual Luke Skywalker. So uh, yeah, he fools a lot of people, but again, he's careful to always say he is Luke Skywalker or Fluke Skywalker, that he is not Mark Hamill. And again, if you want to get him for your charity event, he'll show up for anything. As long as you chip in a couple of bucks, I uh, said at the end of the episode there, uh, at the end of the interview, you know, how much you need to chip in roughly. And so birthday party, anniversary, whatever, go to I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm Fluke Skywalker, excuse me, I'm FlukeSkywalker.com. There's no apostrophe, it's just I'm Fluke Skywalker. And get in touch with him that way. And like I said, he'll be more than happy to do your event as long as you chip into one of his charities. And uh, now if there's someone you'd like to hear on the podcast, just drop us an email. That's podcast at cincyshirts.com and put podcast guest in the subject line. You can use that same email to donate to the show via PayPal or Venmo. Also, maybe in the body of the email, include why you think that person would be a good guest for us. Be sure to tell all your friends and loved ones about the show, including folks who may no longer live in the area but still feel connected to the tri-state. There's lots of those folks. And if you haven't already, check out the Cincy Shirt Pod. And if you haven't already, check out the Cincy Shirts Podcast archives. We have baseball great Johnny Bench, Amy Yazbek, uh, just all kinds of people. Frank Marzullo off of Weather. Uh, Pat Berry probably was our single best episode. That's probably one of our favorites uh, that we can all agree on. And we are going to have him back because uh, I think we just scratched the surface on that one. Anyway, uh, today's show was produced by me with help from Josh and Darren. Our theme music is Cincinnati by Big Nothing. They are from Philadelphia. You can find all of their music on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you get your music. Find vintage tees from great places like Boston, Phoenix, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Louisville, Seattle, Philadelphia, and more at OldSchoolShirts.com. Lots of defunct sports teams, old radio stations, shopping malls, restaurants, uh, whatever you can think of. We also have a section of video games uh, and things like that. So it's at Lexency Shirts, but for those towns. And again, the promo code of this episode is HAMIL, H-A-M-I-L-L, all lowercase, all uppercase, alternate upper and lowercase. It should not matter. Use that to take 20% off your entire CincyShirts.com or OldSchoolShirts.com order. Or you can go into one of our brick-and-mortar stores and say Hamill, and that would be in Over the Rhine, Hyde Park, and Loveland, of course, and uh, they'll give you 20% off if you say Hamill. Follow our, but only for the week that the podcast is up, so keep that in mind. Follow our social channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat for the latest in C-Shirts news. Give us a good review wherever you get the podcast from, and as always, download or stream us next time. Bye! I said goodbye. I wish I said goodbye.